Hello, my name is Scott Bradley, this is Scott Scott Podcast, and welcome back, Matty T, how are you, son? I am fantastic, man, good to be back. Are you sure you're fantastic? Uh, well, I'm sober, so... Ah, uh, you're doing sober October? Aye, uh, definitely. Definitely going to stick to it? Well, here's hoping. People <laughs> donate, so I'm going to have That's it. true, mate, you need to, and yeah. we're also joined by Tony Welsh. Tony, how are we? Aye, smashing, mate, yourself. Ah, getting there, getting there. <laughs> so, Tony, I can imagine you're buzzing after last night, Celtic beat close 2-0, and uh, Matt, um, obviously we're not exactly in the, the best of spirits, but we'll get to that later on. But Tony, um, what did you make of the result last night? Good result for Celtic? Brilliant result, mate. Aye, revenge complete. Um, I do think we could have won the game by more, but I'll take it. You know, 2 now, not conceding, not conceding, especially after we played them the last time. Brilliant, can he complain? Yeah, I mean, 17 shots, I mean, it's just a... It was domination. Yeah, domination, yeah. Yeah, it pretty much Celtic, like, to be fair, Tony, like, you just did absolutely dominate them last night. Aye, they, they had kind of one kind of scared moment, which Foster kind of made a really good save. I've got tipped on the post. It's it's just mental, kind of, when you think, kind of, was it seven weeks ago when we played them, how much, kind of, we were panicking, thinking, oh, we've not made any decent signings here, nobody's going to cut it, and then, look, a good few months later... And You're just, laughing really, aren't you? Yeah, see, and obviously Lennon actually didn't overthink it this time or tried to be too clever. He's learned from his uh, mistakes from the, the previous clues game. He just kept it simple, played a 4-2-3-1, and it worked. Aye. I think, aye, you're spot on. Aye. I think he did try and kind of overthink it and did try to maybe be a wee bit too clever last time, but he also knows his team more now. He's had time to kind of gel with the team. Knows his players can play in a certain way and the way that he wants to play and the team are comfortable playing, so... Aye, battered clutch all over the pitch, really in every department last night. I mean, so, Bolling-Golly. You know, you're wanting your player to perform all the time, but it's kind of hard to do it at clubs like Celtic and Rangers. You know, there's really high expectations just to walk in the door and, you know, get the ball rolling, so to speak. And what did you make of Cluj last night, mate? Were you really surprised at how poor they were? As I certainly was. No, I'll be honest, mate. I, I genuinely thought Celtic would have took about two or three off them. I really did. I thought Lennon would have learned from these mistakes the last time. We've obviously come into a bit of form domestically. And above all, the team have just been playing more together, so they have a better idea and understanding of each other. So, I am, I honestly did think it would have been a kind of the way it turned out last night. Yeah, I mean, but they, they, they did beat Lazio 1 0, so I thought it would have been a lot tighter than it was. I do. Lazio aren't that great a team, though, Matt. Like, they're not the same team that they were. I really don't think they are. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they wouldn't be in Europe League otherwise, would they, I suppose? Nah, exactly. Um, obviously, them and Ren had a kind of close game last night. I know Lazio even managed to scrape that, but they went behind as well, so I just don't see... I don't think they're a major threat to it that way. I'll end up eating my words in that, but... I don't end up, <laughs> end up winning the <laughs> or something. Oh, God, man, I know, because that's our next two games, double-header against Lazio. Is, uh, is, is he when you play Lazio, it's away from home? No, it's at Parkhead, isn't it? First game's at Celtic Park, aye, and then next game's away. Yeah, that would, see if you get a point uh, away from home uh, against Lazio, mate, that would be a terrific result for you. Aye, of course it would, mate, definitely. Um, especially given our away record in recent years in Europe, 
bit of tweaking. So is that a wee game, Tony, you fancy going to Lazio away? Of, well, of course I would, mate, but <laughs> funds, funds are always a major factor in that. Aye, the fans are pretty nuts as well, my man, aren't they? <laughs> oh, aye, needless to say. Celtic fans in Rome. Well, actually, aye, I oh, say that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> aye, no, that's putting it lightly, aye. Aye, and uh, your man Edward has uh, been firing in, in uh, all cylinders so far this season. Outstanding player, mate. You know my opinion on Edward. Great player. I just I thought again last night to show us how good he is and just what he can do. He's so good with the ball. He's sweet. He just. Everything about him, any time he gets the ball, you just think he, he's going to make something happen. He's either going to score or he's going to at least find that pass. And I he just proved that again last night. A great player, mate, but he's setting fiddle to Morelos, I'll tell you that. That he is. coming, mate. This is for his own desperate podcast, mate. I know. We've had so many debates in the chat about it. Right, see if we're having a debate right now, we won't make the pub tonight. That's true, but. Uh, I was going to I was thinking to myself Am I going to get a wee dig in there And say that Or how uh, Morella Or sorry Edward Is the best striker in the country But I thought I'll not do that But of course <laughs> I know Because you're yeah, like Oh no that'll just like Get Scott and Matt going man <laughs> The, the force Even more goals on him That's right aye, The force scored more this season <laughs> um, But yeah so, As you said so It's a debate for Another podcast And the time aye. is not in our favour But yeah That was uh, a good result For you last night He's a top of the group Aren't you? Yep Top of the group mate Can't complain with that and uh, how did uh, Lazio get on last night? They won 2-1, mate. They won 2-1? They, they went 1-0 down as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I know it was quite a late goal, if I'm not wrong. It was maybe yeah, I think it was, 70, yeah. 75th minute or something. Quite late in the game, aye. And uh, another wee thing on Cluj before we move on to the Hibs game, uh, Tony. Uh, there, see, there was one or two times last night where I was cringing about how like how many times they were diving, man. It seemed to be like a, a common theme with them. It's what, it's, like, it's what I common theme in most form teams actually It's very infuriating Aye Of course it is You know I was A few players at Celtic That are obviously starting to do it as well But aye What players? Were at it last night. <laughs> Ryan Christie's a wee bit He's one of the ones that I love him Great player But he's prone to the odd die feeling now Sinclair as well Dives quite a lot Who's that? Sinclair Oh he's not really been getting a game to be fair well, You know really, but When he does play he dives yeah, He's in the final year of his contract Isn't he? He is aye yeah, and I think that'll be it for him, mate. Like he, like you see, ever since he won Player of the Year when he first came to use, he, I don't know what it is. It, like it's, it was like a cuss for him because he's not recovered from it ever since. No, I agree with that, mate. Yeah, he's. That's why he's so frustrated because his first season he's obviously like outstanding. You know, you couldn't have asked for him to play any better than he did, and then for him to never kind of replicate that form in any other season, it's been a bit. It has been frustrating to say the least. So I've just seen it the remaining years like as a pay, pay, uh, paycheck. He's just, he's just there for the money, man. To be fair to him, like, see any time he has come on this season, I think he has made a wee bit more of an impact than what he has in the past few seasons. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. he's not really been getting much of a game because I... I don't know, I just maybe think Neil Lennon doesn't fancy him, you know, he's yeah. maybe not his type of player, especially if we've got Elianusi on the team, I know he's only on loan, but he's a guy if he's on loan, you know, he's in that team every day of the week. Exactly, I mean, was it only like two seasons ago or so, we went for 15 million? Ah, uh, exactly, and obviously he's not really got his Southampton career up and running yet, but he's a player, man, he will, he will go into big things. Yeah, no, when I saw you so- signed him in loan, I thought that's a, that was a cracking signing. That's 
brilliant mate if we could get him for another season after this I would be absolutely delighted but that's probably not going to happen Aye, so Tony, we'll move on. We'll just speak about the Hibs game, and then we'll let you go. And uh, so, what do you make of the Hibs game at the weekend? Obviously, you drew one each with Hibs at Easter Road, and Easter Road has been a tough place for Celtic, by the way. So, it has in the last two or three years. So, mate, I know, in my opinion, I was, I really think we should have won that game. Just, it's, there's no better time to play Hibs at Easter Road, yeah. because obviously, they've, they've not really got their season up and running yet. I just thought, I really thought we'd have went there and took that took that game comfortably, two nothing at least. But uh, I haven't won at Easter Road in like five years. To be fair, I know they've uh, been out the Hibs were out the league. You know, the, that's uh, true. Yeah, they only came back in the league. Uh, when was it? Twenty seventeen. Certainly, aye. Aye, twenty seventeen. Aye, true. So uh, there's no beat them in the league. There's, I think, before they get relegated. Aye, it's, it's a mental start, I think, and I think. I just think I don't know it's just one of those bogey teams for Celtic and Hibs just always seem to bring out a performance I know mate I was going on a rant about it on Twitter last week it does my nothing how every time we play Hibs they throw absolutely everything at it and then the next week they'll go and get beat 2 nothing easily off Hamilton or somebody you know like, I just uh, I just I hate playing Hibs for that dude. I know they are tricky and I think the thing is see with Hibs just now right they're obviously um, they're obviously playing well right but in my opinion they've got playing they're not, sorry, they're not playing well, sorry, they're not playing I'm well. They're playing terrible. That's why I thought it, we should have easily have walked that game. Don't get me wrong, we played really well and dominated it. It was one of those really frustrating games where you're in control of every area, but you just can't put the ball in the net. Yeah. Aye, because Tony, this is what, right, even though, like, he, like, he's dominated the game in that, right, and you should have had two penalties, don't get me wrong, there were two stone wallers, but... Regardless, take away the two penalties, right? It doesn't matter. Like, yous should be beating Hibs considering how poor they've started the season. And especially considering the fact that we played them and we host them 6 1. Like, oh, for me, it's like, you should have beat them. Really yeah, because, like, obviously, you were raging about it. A lot of Celtic fans are raging about it because you need to be beaten. Like, these are the teams you need to be beaten. And obviously, Hibs are like your bogey team when it comes to playing them in the league at Easter Road. Uh, definitely, mate. It shouldn't, especially as of late in their form. You know, there's no real excuse to no beat Hibs right now, regardless of it being at Easter Road or not, you know. Yeah, they've been, t- honestly, like, they've been shocking all season, and, uh, what are you going to Hearts obviously, Hearts obviously managed to beat them the week before at Easter Road. Yeah, you know, they're going to come to beat that form. I would Aye, say, well, they, they beat Aberdeen in penalties, mm. and, uh, they drew, then they drew with St Mirren. Aye, so Aye. I mean, they're, they're not losing badly anymore, but... Aye, but it's, 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 no, it's Hibs and Hearts, so that game yeah. was just like two crap teams going at it, and like it just it, that game just turned out just turned out to be like Hibs are just yeah. pretty much one of the worst teams in the league. But like like I said, from a Hibs point of view, they've got a decent good squad like Scott Allen, Middleton, uh, Camberry, uh, Stephen Allen's good. I mean, they've got a good young squad. It's just they're not performing the way they really should be. I agree, mate. I think Hibs should definitely be pushing, but I, for whatever reason, are going the opposite way. They do have a really decent squad. I always had my doubts about Higginbottom. Remember Matt, when I said to you when they appointed, I was like, mate, I don't see this going well. I thought Hibs would go for, not like a big name, but someone with, uh, who has like a really, uh, like a really, a better track record than Higginbottom. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And uh, I was like kind of baffled by it. And don't get me wrong, Hibs ended the season pretty decent, right, on their part, but... Like, I just never thought this Higginbottom experiment would ever work out. 
and and obviously I'm proving to be right now. I'm proving to be right just now because the start of the season I've had has been shocking. Yes, they're in the League Cup semi final, but there's no chance they're going to beat Celtic. I can't see it. Nah. I just can't. And uh, obviously, League Cup semi finals uh, are going to be at the end of October, and we've got Hearts, and yeah. obviously Celtic have uh, Hibs. So Tony, it's set up for that old fun final. Let's hope we don't bottle it. <laughs> ah, that's it, mate. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't talk about it too much because, as you know, it can always come back and bite you and it's happened to me many times. So I wouldn't write off hips. I really wouldn't. Well, it happened to us last season. I was giving it the big game going into the same final against Aberdeen, wasn't I, Matt? Nice. I was like, nah, we're going to win, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously got beat 1 0. And uh, oh, see my Twitter feed, mate. I'm not even joking, bro. My Twitter feed <laughs> from Celtic fans. Oh, Been man. Off. It was going nuts, man. And I got to the stadium, mate. It was just blown up, man. I was getting it absolutely stinking. So I was that day was oh, miserable. Day one up. <laughs> <laughs> day, you're talking after the game, mate. That is always what I'm telling you. Oh, no, mate. But it's just. Um, it was that was a horrible day, honestly. God, that day at Hamden. And Hamden's an absolute dump. I cannot stand it. Worst stadium oh, in Scotland. I hate, I hate it at all. But see, when you're at the game, it's even worse. It's oh, just yeah. So, you're just so far away from the pitch and the action. It's just Aye. you kind of get involved it's just it's horrible yeah, as I was saying that day was miserable because I was hungover right hungover is ending and we got beat and see my supporters bus right it parts like 25 minutes away from the stadium and it, oh, it was freezing is ending that day then I see that long walk back to Aye. the bus where you're hungover miserable Rangers just got beat off a crap Aberdeen team oh nothing worse <laughs> mate it was infuriating <laughs> terrible day but yeah I'm looking uh, forward to the semi but the semi-finals will be good and it's, we're set up for our own fun final I would be, put it this way, if it is an old fun final in the end, it would be a pretty big game, put it up. Oh, it would be huge, mate. It would be huge. some way to end Celtic's te- like, dominance over trophies in an old form, but... Yeah. Um, Let's just hope Gerard uh, doesn't start with fucking no wingers. <laughs> oh, man. Let's just hope, he, let's just hope he's get there, fuck. Nah, <laughs> <what I'm thinking laughs> but then again, do you know what? Hearts have not yeah, beaten us since 2017, right? And ever since Craig Levine's took over, every time we've played Hearts under Levine, we've beat them. <laughs> I don't know what it is I, would, I just want to play Hearts every week <laughs> Can it be mate The Craig Levine crap And Hearts are always the same I guess <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> But um, oh, mate. I, I'm looking forward to it mate I'm looking forward to it But uh, is there anything else You want to bring up mate Before we see you later on uh, Not really mate I think we've covered everything No worries my man So Tony I'll see you tonight my man And uh, uh, Alright uh, come on man Cheers. See you soon Now bye bye See you later so we're joined by Josh Freer. Josh, how are we, my man? I'm alright, mate. Yourself? Ah, getting there. Um, and so we've got a lot to talk about, obviously, Josh. But um, but we're going to like we've got you on for the, the Aberdeen segment, right? And we're going to talk about the Rangers Aberdeen game from the weekend. But for, before I come to you and ask your thoughts, I'll ask Matt what his thoughts were. Matt, how brilliant were we? Not that, trying to rub it in, Josh. Sorry, but I just need to talk about how great we were. That was Scott. That was unreal, especially after last season. Well, know what happened with the Aberdeen results. They were sore ones to take, and the first game of this season against Aberdeen, we absolutely, we just played them off the park. We're absolutely fantastic, um, Scott. I mean, Steve Davis. I mean, he rolled back the. He just looked untouchable at times. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Stewart as well could have scored about four or five goals. Mm-hmm. I think every single player really played for the shirt, played played for the played for the badge, and we'd be done for magnificent in Aberdeen. Like you said earlier, we were talking off, um, pod. off the pod. Yeah, Aberdeen did not lay a glove on us. 
No, not at all. Uh, yeah, I was I was over the moon with performance, mate. Like there were so many good players in the park. Like Ryan Jack, he's been our most consistent player this season. He's been phenomenal. Yeah, consistent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and like it was just it, like first twenty minutes. Obviously, stonewall penalty for me. Um, Josh, what did you think for the first penalty? Yeah, for me, stonewall all day long. I thought both of them were penalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, disagree with the first one. Oh, I think the first one was a penalty either. I, I think Morales were kind of looking for it. I mean, I get where the referee's coming. It does look like Viner. I'm sure it was Viner anyway. He yeah. put his leg out, and it does seem like Morales did get clipped. But I look, but see if you look at it from the other angle, yeah, it just yeah, seems yeah. like Morales kind of was looking for it. Yeah, he and he fell down easily. I, th- I like I can I can see what you're saying. Like Morelos was, I think he sensed it was coming, but for me, like he clearly catches his left foot and he, br- he brings him down. Foot, so I think it was a penalty all day long. But it has to be said, Matt, terrific penalty from Tavernier. Yeah, penalty, no penalty. Um, stuck at the uh, top of the net. Um, answering the criticism, Scott. You know he's been not great in penalties the last couple of times. Um, but he answered answered that defiantly and there was, gave the keeper absolutely no chance. Mm-hmm. And Josh, how did it feel uh, seeing Greg Stewart score against you? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, it was Greg Stewart who scored as well, honestly. Yeah. And he's like, kind of run over to the our fans as well. <laughs> it just made it more annoying. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, it's another option for you, I suppose. Um, um, but no, like he had a decent game as well. He had tons. Of, he could have scored like at least a hat trick. I felt. Yeah, he ran the show. I was really impressed yeah. with him because even he was in the team. A lot of Rangers fans said, "Why is Greg Stewart starting?" But I was like, "No, I think he'll be up this. I think he has a point to prove yeah. because he was at Aberdeen twice and it didn't work out for him. And I think that was yeah. due to how like due, due to McInnes, due to the way McInnes utilised him and he didn't didn't know how to use him. And uh, like, see, Greg Stewart is a good player, right? You've seen how good yeah. he was at Kilmarnock. Then you like look how well play against Aberdeen like because Gerard and Steve Clark know his strengths right but Stephen McInnes did not have a clue how to use him and then obviously that He's did like, not I've work out I've got this good player here with my DM. I'll just stick him at the yeah I know and uh, yeah and obviously Morelos as usual gets in the score sheet Matt the yeah. guy cannot <laughs> stop scoring he literally cannot I, I think he didn't score recently in one of the games but that was the only time I can remember this season he's banging in the goals and he's just he got his call up to Columbia as well yep. showing how they have faith in him showing he's good form and he's just added so much to his game this season mm-hmm. as well he's not just like always like regardless like, of the first season he came into Rangers or last season he was just a goal scorer he would always look for the goal but this time he's looking for teammates saying okay pass it into space and he's always bullying defenders and he's more ready yeah. um, he's screwed up this season he's screwed he, yeah. he's not had a single red card like maybe two yellows yeah he's, he's actually not losing his head like at all like see last season like I remember even right before I think it was like on the Europa League games when he got sent off yeah it was a game right before we actually qualified UFA yeah I, like that's the thing though he actually has screwed the nut and I think that elbow that he done to Brown yeah. last season was a proper wake up call it for was, him like all the fans all the fans turned on him yeah he got, a, he got major backlash and he got fined yeah. a week's wages so he did so and, and obviously yeah. he got to see right after that yeah. he he didn't get called up for Colombia exactly and he, he wants to be playing for Colombia yeah, yeah. so I, I, that's what I think I, I, I think he's just in a much better place right now he just looks so happy and he doesn't yeah. look like an angry wee man like he did no, last pe- pe- season child. yeah exactly and I think I don't know if uh, this, uh, me just like making this up but maybe his agent told him that's what's cost you a move in the summer your your discipline record like maybe teams were looking at him and thought nah he's a bit dodgy mm. let's just and that could have cost him a move so he's thinking if I Screw that! Not on this season. Add more goals. Add more assists. Um, he'll get that move he wants. Mm-hmm. 
and that'll be good yeah. for us. Yeah, and then obviously we take off Morelos and bring yeah. on another fantastic striker, Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. Josh, what do you make of that? Right, we have two great strikers, but Morelos will score a goal. We take we take him off. Then we bring on uh, Defoe, and he gets a goal. Like that's one thing we're very fortunate about with Rangers, like the fact that we've got two phenomenal strikers where we can like bring one on, take one off, bring one on, and get a goal. Both of them are scoring the same game. Yeah, and it was a decent goal Defoe had scored as well. He looked to Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you're right. I think it's good how you've got the backing of Defoe as well. I I, I don't know. Does Defoe get more game time than Morelos? No, Morelos uh, gets more game time. Oh, does he? Well, yeah, no, you're right. But it's good for a backup, definitely. Because obviously, Defoe's played in the Premier League with like Spurs and Bournemouth and Sunderland, you know. Yeah. So he's got that experience behind him. And for and someone who's quite small, well. he's really strong. Yeah, he is really strong. And he's, he's like a, a fox in the box. Um, but Josh, what do you think? Obviously, Joe Lewis conceded five goals, but I still think he played all eight. He kept it down to like seven fingers. Uh, he was our best player. Like, on the pitch, we, there was just no character at all for any one of our players, you know. No, it's I mean, bad when Zach Viner, Greg Lee, Ferguson, Hedges, they all just didn't turn up, you know. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm just going to point this out. I know, like, I'm not going to total Derek McInnes and come up with these excuses, but I think the fact that we're missing, like, five first team players has made a little it would make a little impact but not as much impact as like the loss would show <laughs> I mean I just feel like ugh, we were just all over the pitch we didn't have um, any players that could raise their game at all and no we just I think like at half time it was all over <laughs> really yeah. I mean, and the players pretty, just gave up kind of I mean it's pretty bad when you concede five goals and your goalkeeper's still your best player yeah, well, like Joe Lewis is a great player. A great um, player I'm just look. What was it? And so he is a great player, but I'm saying it's pretty bad when he's your best player and you still concede five. Yeah, no. Well, Rangers are in form just yeah. now. I mean, user user done well in Europe the weeks prior. You'd obviously yeah. um, won your midweek game against Livy. I mean, where we were coming off a loss against Hearts. And we went to extra time and penalties. It's not a good thing to have in your head going into a game against Rangers you know Yeah. but no look like Rangers were much better like all over the pitch attack defence you know the fans were behind their team um, same with us but we all gone quiet after like 1 or 2 now so Josh what did you think of how McInnes set up I thought it was embarrassing the way he set up I don't know if you've seen the photo where I think it was in the first half uh, where you literally had 7 players in your box seven yeah, players uh, it's just it's the same like his last season as well you know like it was the same kind of way we would play against teams you know like have as many midfielders and attackers like in the defence trying to box in the box to try and like keep the pressure out and like go on the attack once we have that opportunity I just like it was just ridiculous it's just that anti-football stance we're playing right now and it's yeah. just horrible it's yeah, the same it's... tactics you know and fans are just getting sick of it mm-hmm. you know yeah, but so... you're right I mean we're, we weren't playing we're just we're just awful mm-hmm. on Saturday you know so see for example right if McKinnis was to walk or get sacked or whatever it was to leave right here's a few names I was talking to Scott right Scott Gemmell and Stephen Robinson would be my two choices if uh, uh, McKinnis was to go what do you think of them yeah, I mean, Scott was Archie Gamble's son. Was yeah, Archie Gamble's son. Yeah. <clears throat> aye, but um, aye, obviously, but um, no, I've not. 
the thing is with McInnes, I just I don't see him like I just don't see him going. Nah. Like as much as I I would want him to go, but I just think the timing right now wouldn't be any good. You yeah. know, because I, mean, I think this is something you would need to sort out near the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, but, I think the most sensible for me, Scott Gamble would be a bit of a risk, but I think he may turn it well. But I think the safe option for me would be like Stephen Robinson. Stephen oh, from Motherwell. Yeah, I, I think he would do a fantastic job if he just. Yeah, no, that's a name I thought of, but like, it's just it doesn't matter what I think. I mean, it's like because I think at the end of the day, he's still going to be our manager. You know, I mean, oh, he has a good connection with the club. You know, and, and like the sure board members. Yeah, Josh, how do you feel about Tommy Wright? Tommy Wright for St Johnston. Yeah, uh, like, how would you feel about him potentially becoming Aberdeen manager if McInnes was to walk? Uh, I don't know, like, because Tommy, he's done well at St Johnston, but I don't know, like, he probably could do a better job right now, because I just, the, the way we're playing right now, I can't see us getting any better, so yeah, why not? Because look at I the mean, job he's done with a, a shoestring budget at St Johnston, he's won the Scottish Cup, he, he got them in Europe uh, a couple of times, He's done a phenomenal job there, right? And he's he's took St. Johnson as far as he can, right? And I've said it for a long, long time, Matt, as you know. Tommy Wright deserves <coughs> a, a better job than St. Johnston. I've said it for a number of years as well. The guy's a good, competent manager. And I think if he goes to Aberdeen, I think he could probably change your fortunes around. Aye. Uh, yeah. I, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's up in the air, really, I think. I mean, you're probably right. I think right now, I mean, he's stayed for St. Johnson for quite a while as well. I think it was 2013 like 20, or something yeah he's been there since yeah. 2013 mate it's a long 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 time but here's a question yeah. for you Josh do you think uh, this is obviously it for McInnes like I know the majority of Aberdeen fans want him out and also I want another thing I want to bring up the game against Hearts where he's went out in the League Cup quarter final on penalties to Hearts I was quite surprised at that yeah oh no me too mate I mean like Hearts like I know it kind of got into my head a bit because the see before I don't mean I don't want to admit it, but I did think they were going to sneak it because obviously they were winning against Hibs the weekend prior. Mm-hmm. It would boost their season up. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, uh, neither team I don't think played really well. It was a good game. It was end to end, but you know it was terrible to kind of lose in the manner we did after going one nil up, one one two one to us. Both of them through penalties from Cosgrove. Yeah. But then when they scored through Halkett in the last minute, and when it went to penalties, you know, it's like, Cosgrove, the guy who scored our two penalties, ends up missing it. Yeah. And Niall McGinn puts it in the same place as well, by skying his over the bar, and Arch won 3 0. You know? It's just not not a good thing to have in your head going into a big game against Rangers as well. Yeah. And see, um, for this season, Josh, where do you think Aberdeen will finish? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's still quite um, early, but the start, the start Aberdeen have had has not been great. I said that last season, they still came... But the, 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 the last season, though, they actually made the League Cup final. Yeah, and it, yeah. see, at this point, they were in the League Cup semi, sure. and they went out to Hearts, and like, they've been scudded by us 5-0. So it's sure. like... It, like the way they were last season, they had like not the worst start last season, but this season it's been it's been much worse compared to last campaign. Yeah, yeah. But, so where do you see yourselves finishing, Josh? Top six at least. I would say top six, but it's just I don't know where. Like I don't think we'll finish third. I, um, I don't see he's getting top four to be honest. I I honestly think 
top four, in my opinion, I think it'll be Rangers, Celtic, Motherwell, and I don't know, Livingston possibly. Livingston, possibly. Yeah, but, uh, like, but see, when... the thing is, I still, I still think, like, even though I would want McInnes out, but I just don't see it happening. We just need if the manager doesn't change, then something needs to. You yeah, know. I say it to you all the time, Josh. Right. See, Derek McInnes, he's bulletproof ever since he rejected that Rangers job, right? The board are not going to sack him, right? The board will not sack him. Like, the only the only way he's leaving Aberdeen is on his own accord. That's yeah. the only way he's leaving. Yeah, and he I, I, he's took you as, as far as he can, right? I've said, I think I said it in the last podcast, hey, Josh, like, McKinnon's took you as far as he can, right? And I think it's time for a new voice, some freshness around Aberdeen, because... I don't know what it is. It's just it, everything around Aberdeen right now just seems stale, doesn't it, Matt? Yeah, just stale and like yeah. they've had their time in the light. If that makes sense, like the Rangers were down the leagues and that, he's were consistently coming second and possibly under Ronald Ayla challenging for a league. And um, when Rangers came back, we you still got second. Um, but now Rangers, we got second for two seasons. Yeah, like, two seasons and, but like, ever since last season, Rangers like. Are but in quotes properly black, and you're just failing now. It's just we need you, something fresh, properly black. Yeah, because like, we have second. Oh, right, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got you. Yeah. Like teams are starting to predict the way we play. You know, Lombok to Cosgrove, like everyone behind the ball. You know, it's just too predictable. You know, like, but like going back to Derek McInnes, like people, I'm I'm going on his side for this one, but. You have to remember he did reject like Rangers and teams like Sunderland because he obviously potential. Yeah. And he was obviously going to get much more money at clubs like them, you know. So, but it's just like it's just a like a toxic issue right now. Yeah. Aberdeen right now. It's just people are blaming the manager. They're blaming yeah, the McKenzie's board. Getting blaming. Thinking right you now. I could see happening right. The board are not going to sack him right. And he would only leave his own accord. I can just see the board not ever offering him a new contract and then just run it out uh, and just walks at the end of his contract. I think he said a new contract a couple of seasons ago, actually. So it could be. Could, I, I, think think he thought, I think he has like two seasons left. Uh, in the pre season, actually. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, do you know, honestly, seeing looking back at it, Josh, I wanted Derek McInnes as manager. Matt, you find well knew at the time. So I wanted that. McInnes as yeah. manager. We all did. Then he rejected us, and I was going, but see, I know hindsight 2020, but thank God he rejected us because that was a blessing <laughs> in disguise. Because if we had McInnes, yeah. there's no way we would be as good as we are right now. We wouldn't have Gerard. No, we would not have Gerard. We would not have no. some of the, the players. That, we, we wouldn't have Jermaine Defoe. No, we'd have Defoe. Davis might not be back. Like, I don't even think Ryan Jack would be as good as he is right now. I don't think uh, Morelos would be as good as he is right now. No, definitely not. Andy Halliday, God, like... He was not an uh, No, yeah, I know exactly. Like, yeah, but McInnes, though, it just, as I said, it was, there's a real staleness surrounding Aberdeen, Josh, and I, I just think the best thing for Aberdeen and for his sake is to, like, part ways. I think that would be the best thing because him like overstaying his welcome I think is slightly damaging his reputation a bit and I said this two years ago to that JJ who was on my podcast um, I said to him I was like don't you think of McInnes like you don't think McInnes might end up stay, overstaying his welcome and he was like no 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 I was like well look what's happening right now McInnes I think he's overstaying his welcome and oh. the Aberdeen fans the majority of them want him out yeah, like, I think right now, I think people are just going to point fingers at someone because Aberdeen should be doing much better than they are right now. Um, but you're, you're right, has he overstayed his welcome? Maybe so, but I just think for the meantime, 
he's the only manager I can see as at the club right now, you know. And to be honest, to go out for another manager during the season would probably have more than an impact on the squad, like a bad one. Yeah. Because if we need to leave it to Tony, Tony Doherty, you know, to do the management, you know. I think he would walk, honestly. I think he would go with him. Yeah, I think he would. He would go with him. I think yeah. so, yeah. But possibly, yeah. But um, it's just up in the air, really. I don't know what's happening. But, yeah, I mean, they should... They should be doing much better. I mean, the start of the season, that one against Hearts, you thought, oh, this, the amount of new players we had in, maybe there's something new coming. But I think because of this Scott McKenna transfer, the crash out of Europa has just sent us downward, you know? Yeah. And I think, I, I think like, the, the McKenna uh, situation when he made the transfer request has really disrupted the dressing room. So, so it has. Yeah. And, like I think Josh, you agree with this. I don't think. Right, correct me if I'm wrong, right? But I don't think Aberdeen have had uh one really standout good performance this season, like in the league especially. I don't think he's have. Uh, I, I, I mean, nah, probably they've not been convincing wins. Is that where you're kind of? No, I mean, like there's not been. One game where I've watched Aberdeen, I thought, oh, I thought Aberdeen were brilliant today, where he's played really well. It's been, it's been like a grind for you, so it has. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, even I think it was against like Ross County, we'd be a few weeks ago three 0 I mean, yeah. even at three 0 you'd think like, oh, we must have done well against them. But like, I think watching the highlights, there wasn't really much in it. Yeah, the score, like, the it score had to do more with the fact with Ross County's bad defending, but. Um, but no, like you're right. We're not playing great football just now, and just that's the sort of thing that needs focused on and changed. You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll move on, uh, Josh, and we'll speak about the game that Matt and I have been dreading. Yeah, we like we wanted to kick off the show talking about it, <clears throat> but we decided no, we'll do it later on in the show. So we'll talk about Rangers two uh, one defeat young boys last night, Matt, and uh, we lost that game purely yeah. because Different, of James Tavernier. Yeah. <laughs> James Tavernier. I see James Tavernier, right? I was saying earlier um, on the Aberdeen game, he played well, done his, took his penalties well, right? But in last night's game, he just wasn't there. I don't know what he was thinking. It was like, it's like someone just switched off his brain for the game. It's like, he didn't, he didn't show any leadership as well. See, when we were like... We've, we've said this before, he's not a captain. He's not, he's not a captain. Matt, Steve Davis yeah. should be captain, right? But see, the, the first one, right? It's just, I don't know what he's trying to do, just clear it. It, no, and, I, for the first goal, mate, that's yeah. what annoyed me so much. Just it's this it's schoolboy stuff. It, like you learn this stuff in school, like, when you're playing school football. Yeah. Like, I mean, out. exactly. Just put it out for a shy. That's all you need to do. And then for some reason, he just decides to run with the ball back to our box. We lose possession. Then they score one each, and I'm like, oh god, right. And then for the second goal, their winner. What was he doing, man? Slight tackle. I don't understand what he was trying to do. What was he thinking? Honest to God, it it wasn't really a block. It wasn't really a slight tackle. Just I don't know. He sold the jerseys last night, mate. He did. Like, and I like Tav, and for me, he's the best right back in the country. Right, or, or the best fullback in my opinion, right? But last night he had an absolute horror show, and he deserves all the criticism coming his way. He does, and hopefully he'll take it on the chin and. Um, move on and come back a better player. He needs but, dropped, but that's yes, what I was going to say. He needs dropped. I'd bring in Flanagan or even give him Matty Poulter a chance. I might not, yeah. And you see the thing is, so just because he's captain does not mean he's undroppable. He's, exactly, doesn't mean he's bulletproof. And that's how he does need a breakout of the team. It's the same with Golson. I've said it yeah. so many times about Golson as well. When Golson was playing poor last season, give him a break. Give yeah. him a break. 
got in a bit of form again. See if that was Cat, you should have done the mistakes last night. He'd have been out of the team oh, straight right, away. Even though, you know, I'm a, a fierce critic of Barisic, yeah. right? If he'd done that, he'd the, the backlash would be unbelievable. Yeah. But see, because Tavernier's a fan favourite, it does, like, I can understand fancy. Is he a fan favourite? I know everyone was slating him, but there's a lot of people yeah. defending him, obviously. Um, but I've seen a few people saying, uh, if you think that, that, well, not me specifically, but I mean, like, it was a, this guy put a tweet up saying, uh, Rangers fans saying that, uh, that, Tavernier should be dropped for Matty Poster in Flanagan get your head checked and I'm like well he clearly he does for a while. exactly like he needs he, to be dropped it just seems to me like he's just tired like he just needs a wee bit out of the team he can still be in the bench and that be around the dressing room and that and that's fine but give Matt Poster a chance who's not put a foot wrong since he's came in for me um, Flanagan we all know how solid he is but then we lose that bit going forward so you need to Compromise Somehow maybe that last year That's what JR's thinking But he needs yeah. a team See the big games right I still want to play Tavernier In the big games But see when it comes to games Like for example This Sunday in Ham- When you're playing yeah. your Hamilton's You play your uh, St. Like, Mirren's All that kind of stuff Like And even against Levy In the League Cup uh, Last week Like why Why start him exactly. Like why not just start Like Flanagan out At right back Because it's not good For Tavernier's sake Matt Like no. Tavernier playing Every single game Because he played Pretty yeah. much Near enough every game last season. Exactly. I mean, one of the important things of fitness and sport in general is rest. Because you put too much stress on your muscles and that as well. It'll cause dip in performance and that. And, like, he's a captain of Rangers Football Club, one of the biggest clubs in the world, right? But he needs to be dropped. He needs, he needs to have something. I don't know what what, what <coughs> parents are thinking. Maybe it's just Gerard being arrogant. He's very, very stubborn, yeah. man. Oh, he's a very, very, he's a very, very stubborn guy. Like, it, like even with Ojo, yeah. like I think he's determined to make but, this Ojo experiment work. As, as soon as Kent comes back, he's out of the team. Ojo, yeah, but he's only right winger at the club. But obviously, Arfield can play out right. But I don't understand it. He, like, see, Gerard, like, he loves to like chop and change. But Arfield out left, Arfield uh, out right. Then, then Ojo like, out left. Ojo ah, he loves doing that, doesn't he? But I but think I suppose, Ojo's, I suppose it mixes up their points. I don't know. What's yeah, happening. Like, I'm no, I'm not Ojo's biggest fan by any means, right? But I think Ojo is more productive out in the right hand side than he is in the left. Pro- probably, but the thing is, Ojo right, he'll play rubbish and he'll pop up in a system of goal. That, yeah, that's what I mean, mate. Yeah. I've seen a few. Guys, as well. See, Ojo, like, I'm still not convinced by him. Stats are deceiving, right? Stats yeah. are pretty good, but it's a lot, of, it reminds a lot of the Josh Windass thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it Where, does. like, Windass is one of those players who, like, like uh, was it last season, no, sorry, a couple of seasons ago, actually, scored a lot of goals, got quite a few assists, right? But, thing is, though, he wasn't overly great, no. far from it. Like, that's what I mean, perfect example of the Celtic game, scored in the first two minutes. Vanish the rest exactly. of the game. I exactly. Mean, stats can be deceiving. Here's like on the other hand, right? Ojo's nearly got the same stats as Kent did last season, right? But Kent's ten times the player. Exactly. You're spot on. And uh, but we'll talk about the performance as a whole, mate. Um both teams were not great. No. Um it was not a good quality game of football. No. Um the first half was shocking. It was shocking. It was just a, I mean, we got the goal in the first half, like through Morelis, but apart from that, it was just a boring game of football. No, none of the teams, uh, Rangers or young boys, could put three passes together every time it would either go out of play or they'd intercept it. It was just a very, a very. It would not. You would not think it was a European game. Mm. And then I, I know Rangers should have had a penalty, right? And it was a clear penalty where yeah. Morelos uh, clearly got clipped. Uh, yeah, hundred percent got clipped. Yeah. So, it, like that's about that's no excuse though. Yeah. Um, but I see what Gerald said after the game. He said we're a, a var. Decision away from getting three points, I think it was. Yeah, I mean, possibly. I don't yeah. know what he's talking about there. I mean, because it would have 
been a drop, he got another goal, but <laughs> no, like, uh, yeah, I know what you mean, but it um, was exactly, but it's just that Tav. It, I know I, I'm not right, I'm not yeah. gonna hop on Tavenel, but we lost that game purely due to James Tavenel last night, and I'm not saying we deserve to win the game, but we certainly did not deserve to lose it. No, we did not. We like put in a good enough performance to at least get a point. I thought, um, of course, when you're doing individual errors like that, I mean, you get what comes to you. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's really. I mean, the group is wide open now. If we even went away for a point yesterday, we would be top, man. We'd be top. Like we would be top, and I've said to you before, Matt. Like, see if we just get something away from home. And the three games uh, away from and uh, away from home in this group, yeah. I'll be over the room with that. And see, I was like right before that game ended, right last like three minutes or something, like a point away from home. Yes, we like I would have loved to win it, but getting a point away from home yeah. in Europe is a good result. And then yeah. we just could not hold the game out for like the last thirty seconds or so. And I don't understand why Gerard was telling his players to try and go for it still. Why not just time waste, hoof the ball at the park? Exactly. Just play for the point, do that, but for some reason we're still trying to go for it. I don't understand that either. And like now it means we need to get something out of the portal games. And we've got Porto away next, which will be a real struggle. Firenord bet Porto. And we bet Firenord, so... No, I mean like, I I know that's true, but I still think it will be a struggle. It still will will be a tough game. games, but I think if we can get something at Ibrox... Um, who knows but it's a very very open group at the I moment remember I said to you um, like right before the, the, when the group was actually drawn I was like this will go right down the wire and yeah. it's, it's open season for every team and we both said that oh, see every team in this group they can yeah. all take points off each other so Josh do you think we'll make it through? Um, like the like you say because like, Feyenoord won last night didn't they? yeah 2-1 so uh, well, it's anyone's game to be honest with you. Uh, I still think Ranger will probably make it through. Like you're saying, if you get something away from home, either a win or a draw for each game, I mean, you, yeah, I think I can see he's going through because I can. I can see you winning probably most of your home games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a sore one last night, so it was. But on a more positive note, Matt, I know we've not spoken about it on the pod yet. Um, the game against Firenord, we, yeah. were, we were utterly dominant, so we were really impressive. And I know we were like, criticising Ojo there. Um, he scored a terrific goal, but that yeah. game, mate, he was terrible, <laughs> apart yeah, from the goal. I mean, it was an absolute howitzer of a goal. It was a brilliant finish. Um, but we, yeah, in regards to the game as a whole, we were on top. I thought the second half we were a bit iffy. Um, but we were still dominant in the game. We were controlling the possession. Firenord... Yeah, just could not cope with the atmosphere, couldn't cope with our play, yeah. and they just looked out of their depth. And we should have really taken advantage by getting two or three goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got we got the win, and that's, that put us in good stead for the group. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that we, at least we got the three points on the board in the first game. Because see if we like drew that game, yeah, and then we're yeah. sitting one point not be good. out of like, two games, that would not be good whatsoever. But yeah, um Last night it was uh, it, as I said very disappointing. As I saw one, and uh, we've got Hamilton this Sunday. Yeah, hopefully get a good response, which I think we will. Yeah, I think we will. Um, get a few points on the board. Uh, like Hamilton are poor side, Matt. They yeah. are. So we'll, I think we will get the job done there. But um, I so is there anything else? Oh yeah, well, like, so obviously time is not on our side, so we need to wrap this up. But Josh, who you got this weekend again? Hibs. Hibs. Easter Road. Uh, Pataudry, I'm Pataudry. sure. Um, so how do you see that one? That uh, that one going? <sighs> Either way, I know. Um, Ebbs have coming off a draw against Celtic, aren't they? So it's not the 
worse if it was for them at the weekend. No, I can't say the same for us, but mm-hmm. um, I, I would expect us to be Hibs, but, you know, just the way we're playing right now, I can't tell you, you know. I think we might have a few players back, a few players back like McKenna and possibly Wilson, which might add to the squad a little bit, but, oh, I don't know, really. <laughs> I'm hoping we win. 1-0? Yeah, I think one nil you always will get. Right. I'm going to go for a, a boring nil nil. So I'm going for. Yeah. In fact, I'll get the fixtures up now. We'll do our predictions. Yeah. SPFL fixtures. Uh, I would love to keep the podcast going on, but time is sadly not on our side. Nope. The last thing I want to do is harp on about the Young Boys game, so I'm just still yeah. gutted after it. You know what? It's two podcasts <laughs> where I have that, like, last one we done was the old firm where we got beat, and yeah. this one we get beat by Young Boys. Uh, but then again, I still. Uh, I wanted to start off our positive note, man. You know, yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, uh, the, the league are. Talking about, I wanted to start uh, off our positive note, talking about the Rangers Aberdeen game. That's our bread and butter. As long as we do well on that, anything else in it. In, the, in Europe, sorry, as a bonus. Let me see. Right, so here we go. Uh, this weekend, Aberdeen right, Hibs. Um, Hearts Kilmarnock. Uh, Matt, who's that one going? Hearts Kilmarnock. I honestly see a wee 1 0 Kelly win. I'm going to go for a 2 1 Hearts. So, Matt, uh, Josh, how do you see that one going? Hearts Kilmarnock? 1 1. Motherwell versus St Mirren. Motherwell also started the season well. St Mirren defensively they're very solid, but going forward they are they struck they're struggling to get goals. I think two 0 Motherwell. I'm saying one 0 Motherwell. What about you, Josh? Uh, two one Motherwell. Um, County St Johnson. Oh, St Johnson. Ross County have started fairly well. I think, I think, I think one 0 1-0 Ross County. I'm going to say 2-0 Ross County. Josh? Um, probably the same. Uh, roughly 2-0 Ross County. Um, Levy Celtic? I think that'll be a 2-0 to Celtic. I'm going to say... I'm going to be bold. One each. Because of that pitch. Yeah. Um. No, you're right. I mean, it's not the easiest of pitches to play on. Yeah, I think you guys only got 1-0 yeah. for them. So, But I still think Celtic will win probably like 1-0 or 2-0. And Rangers-Hamlin, we just went over that. Yeah, I think 3-0. I'm going to say 2-0. 3-0 to Rangers, that is. I'm going to say 2-0 Rangers. Uh, Josh? Uh, 3-0 Rangers. Yes. Uh, can I just say one thing, right? I know it's not to do with Scottish football, right? But can I just get... I'm going to keep this very brief for two minutes. Can I just uh, say one thing? How terrible are Man United right now? Oh, they're absolutely <laughs> awful. Like They're genuinely are like a mid-table club at the moment. <laughs> I just had to write that up there because we've got YouTube in the background, Josh, right? And it came up a uh, 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 YouTube video with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, right? And the, the quote from his interview says, it's apparently 101 times at 100. Like, honestly, man, this guy's so desperate. Well, How's clear- he in a job? Well, clearly, it wouldn't be apparently 101 times at 100 if it wasn't a penalty. You do, man. You didn't even have a shot on target last night. That's awful. They are so bad, I man. Oli done well when he first came in, right? But now they're just really, really struggling. You should have a doing yeah. Yeah. 
Just like, man, you are back. He's like, he's like get my contract right now. Ollie's at the wheel, man. Man United are back. <laughs> Honestly, see if, we, like, see if we were to get Man United in Europe. I'm not just saying I'd this. I fancy our chances. I genuinely fancy our chances. Honestly, I uh, think we could beat them at Ibrox. Honestly, God. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, see, the, see if they're going to penalties with bloody Rochdale. I know. Rochdale, who have been terrible all season. And a 16 year old scored against him. Ah, he looks a good player. Uh, and you see what happened the next day? He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's had a, psycho, uh, a psychology exam. Psychology, he was like, yeah, it was great scoring against Man U, but I need to focus on my psychology yeah. exam now. <laughs> but aye, uh, that was a pleasure as always, uh, Josh, and we'll get you back on next week, my man. Alright, no worries. See you later. Thanks, right? on, my man. Bye bye. Bye bye.